Good morning. Hope you guys are safe and well. And I'm excited. I have my first summit for my country academy. Uh, you guys aren't in there, but you may want to upgrade. <laughs> Those are some of the perks. Anyhow, uh, hope you guys are safe and well. We got some great questions as well as two property previews. We're going to do since your questions are on the short list. And Logan's gonna read them off to me. We're gonna wait a few more seconds for you guys to hop on. Good morning, Amin, Maziar, and a couple of Facebook users. I still can't see your names, but I got Logan here with me. And we'll uh, get going in a few minutes. All right, good morning, guys. Pulling up Facebook now myself also. Uh, yeah, we have Amin in here. Maziar, Chorus, good to see you. Anna, good morning. Carmen, good morning. Armin, Russell, George. Man, you see a lot more than I do. <laughs> good morning, everyone. All right, we'll go ahead and get this kicked off. So uh, first question for today is we have Mustafa. Um, you said every time we purchase and remodel a retail center, we have the challenge to keep it up for cash flow or sell it at its prime NOI. So after buying a retail center and bringing it to its optimum condition, how do you decide to keep it for cash flow or sell it? What are the parameters mm -hmm. and do you make the decision before purchase or later? Oh, well, you know, um, Mustafa, there is so many variables uh, to answer your question properly. Uh, a lot of it depends on your personal liquidity. Uh, do you need to, uh, are you done building that equity that uh, that can give you the cash flow you're targeting three years, five years from now? If you're done doing that, it's a trophy location, great credit tenants. Uh, it has, you know, a, a great potential to be fully leased for many years. Then that's one you don't want to sell. You want to keep, you always want to have some properties for cash flow because it's the only way you're going to retire. Um, you never want to spend your equity. You want to spend your cash flow. I say that often. So that depends a lot of it on those variables. Uh, but if it's a market that doesn't have a great demographic historically, um, like Las Vegas, uh, some parts of Texas, uh, some parts of California, uh, you definitely want to get in there, stabilize it, add your value and flip it. You don't want to do a long-term hold. Only on trophy location in a great area that you have great uh, tenants and uh, you feel comfortable holding it for long term. Uh, those are ones you want to keep for cash flow. All right. And then his last follow up question, what is the latest time possible to mm -hmm. cash out refinance before selling a property? Yeah, I like to say typically four to six months prior. Uh, the problem is you can go ahead refinance a property that's been listed for sale. Um, the appraiser will note that when does the appraisal and guess what your lender is going to ask you to take it off the market and also get a letter from you that you don't intend to sell a property soon. So you want to do it at least four to six months before you list the property. So it's not on the market for sale. All right. Next question from George. He said, with the time it takes to buy, improve and get a deal sold in combination with the significant impacts that Fed monetary policy can have on real estate. I'm worried to buy anything because I'm scared that even a good deal could quickly turn into a bad deal. If after the purchase, mm -hmm. the Fed announces rate hikes 
or other policy changes to cool things off. Can I get your input? It seems imminent that the Fed will start to walk back the extreme and probably too strong of actions it took to deal with COVID. Well, that's bound to happen. I don't see a big uh, knee-jerk reaction or a, a crash coming in commercial real estate, you know, in months, maybe in 18 months, uh, 24 months. So uh, I see the momentum so strong. Um, cap rates are getting reduced and there's barely any inventory. So the, there is a good momentum right now in especially retail, flex buildings, uh, in some good territories with good tenants. Um, I would not wait because you, you may be waiting two years. Uh, rates are still going to be low. And if you can find a property that's mismanaged, you can get in there, get a good low rate uh, on a five-year fix or a three-year fix. Even if rates go up in two years, your loan has value. So you could sell a property and have the buyer assume it. So I would, uh, I would say, you know, uh, momentum will be here for at least another 18 months. All right. Next question from Ali. He said, could you please tell us the replacement cost price per square foot of the building that we should stay below in different parts of Southern California, Orange County, LA, San Diego, mm -hmm. et cetera. Yeah. Hi Ali. That's a, you know, cost uh, per foot really depends on quality of construction and type of construction, I should say. Um, you know, it doesn't matter Southern California, uh, you go to Texas or Florida, it's the same drywall, uh, labor may be a little bit different, but same material cost, uh, for office, uh, let's start from the lowest one, which is a, a concrete tilt up, uh, warehouse. Uh, those are typically around a hundred bucks a foot. When you get to flex space, which is some office and some warehouse to move up to about 150 bucks a foot uh, for a, a garden style uh, two or three story office. You're looking at about 225 bucks a foot and then a steel and glass construction office. You're looking at about 300 bucks a foot. So it keeps going up from there. And it, as the building is more vertical, it's going to be more per foot um, typically. So it all depends. I like to always stay about 50 to 60 percent of the comps and the replacement cost. So for Orange County, for example, uh, you know, if unless a building has a lot of uh, a huge parcel, like the one I just bought uh, for 22 million, that has excessive land. So the land's worth 30 million bucks. I bought the building for 22 million. So it's hard to comp that. But on average, let's just say this building, I bought this for 120 bucks a foot, and the you know replacement cost is 300 bucks a foot. And, uh, you know, say even 250. So I would have 50% of replacement cost. And the comps were about 200 bucks a foot at the time I bought it. So that's about 60% of the comp. So to give you an idea. Um, so you run the comps on LoopNet, see what's selling that property type in that market, what's the asking price, and you want to stay about 60% of that. Awesome. Next question from Mike. He asked, what lenders give the best loan to value on multifamily? I've met with some that give 65%. I believe that's really low. Uh, wondering if maybe Manny can give some context on this as well. Well, the most aggressive lenders really are CMBS lenders, Wall Street. Um, that comes with a price. Um, you kind of locked in. And to unwind it is extremely costly. 
costly and you're gonna have to force the buyer to assume it so for resale not a good option if you plan to hold it for five years great option you can probably go up to 80 percent ltv um i used to use east west bank i know they're they're very aggressive on multifamily so reach out to them east west bank awesome next question from masood um he said what do you think about debt deals giving a multifamily flipper a hundred to five hundred thousand a second lien position for a twelve percent rate for two term two year term deals. LTV is a hundred and five percent, and ARV is seventy five percent. I would earn twelve percent in debt financing. Mm -hmm. I believe that's it. Man, I would run. <laughs> that's super risky, uh, given that multifamily has been on on a rise for the past you know ten years, eight years. Um, I mean, there will be an adjustment. Uh, there is also a lot of development, depending on what market your property you're lending on as a collateral. I would say it's risky asset. Um, it may not seem risky now, but hey, when you're collecting, you know, twelve percent and with zero equity, hundred five percent LTV is basically uh, there is no room, no buffer for uh, correction. I would definitely not uh, lend as a second trustee. I would rather take 8%, 7% interest rate on a first trustee and be, you know, 60%, 65% LTV instead of doing a second at 12%. All right. And uh, guys, like we mentioned, it was a little lighter on questions this week um, since we rescheduled to a different date. Mm -hmm. So we have a few property reviews we're going to pull up as well. Uh, one from Magnus and one from John Dragota. Okay. Um, let me Let me share my screen. Give me one second, share the screen. And if you guys have questions in the comments, go ahead, drop them there. We're gonna make sure to get to your questions in the comments also today. Mm, did that work? Logan, can you see me? Mm, now we're good to go. Oh, you could, okay, perfect. All right, let me see if I can open that file. There we go. All right, so what? Yeah, so it looks like the first one is from Magnus. Hope you're doing well, Magnus. Uh, this is a Hollywood, uh, Holiday Town Center. Uh, town Center, another very dense property, 22,000. Oh, that's a very, very uh, much a problem. The density for me, Magnus, I know I say 70,000 within three miles, but I'd like to have at least 50,000. And this one to me is non is a non-negotiable uh, criteria. Um, I have had very hor horrible experiences buying dirt cheap property in a very low density. And I, you know, I had to beg for <laughs> buyer to buy it back. But I'll take a look at it for you. Um, uh, income is good, 79,000. Uh, national tenants like Dollar Tree, Domino's Pizza, significant account payment from Giant Grocery, Martin through 2038. Both Domino's and Shadow Anchor Grocery Store are doing 500 bucks a foot per sales. That's great. Yeah, for grocery store, you want to be north of 300 bucks a foot. 500 is very healthy. Um, there is a, especially for this low density. All right, there is an existing buyer about to cancel escrow. He was interested in buying at an eight cap and got 
in contract since the start of due diligence period, a new tenant has signed a new lease. Uh, failing to close, I'll be trying to close the property at a 10 cap with 69% occupancy. I would immediately remarket the property. All right, 2.1 at an 8 cap. Uh, hey, if you can, uh, I haven't even looked at it, but if you can uh, flip it to a investor at an 8 cap, <laughs> that sounds like a, a nice quick flip. Let's take a look. Let me expand this. All right. So we got a property in Pennsylvania. Um, I have a property actually in Pennsylvania, Waynesburg. Waynesburg, Pennsylvania. Let me take a look here. HR block, Domino's. Okay. So it's a 1.7 mil ask. So basically, you're saying you're going to buy it for a 10 cap, which would be about 1.4 million, and then sell it at an 8 cap. It's got a nice size parcel. Uh, let's see, year built 2003, which is good. Uh, wow, this looks so similar to my property, by the way. Uh, let's take a look at the rent roll. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's got a very large parking, so great parking ratio. Yeah. yeah, so on retail centers, Magnus and everybody else, you know, it's very important to see when the roof was redone. That's your biggest expense aside from HVAC. And this was repaired in 2018. But roofs typically have a 15-year lifespan on commercial, especially in these territories that gets beat up a lot with multi-season, a lot of snow, rain. Uh, so this is about reached its life, uh, useful life, I would bet you that it would need a brand new roof. Um, and I'm anxious to see why the buyers canceled um, if they probably had a very big budget for deferred maintenance. And air conditioning units and unit heaters. Okay, this doesn't tell me the age of the pre-packed units either. And it's hard to tell from pictures. So this one, the risk would be obviously your anchor tenant. I know they're doing great sales per foot, but I want to know when does their lease expire and um, if there's any plans to relocate to another market. Um, you got 2024 for Dollar Tree, Domino's 2024, that's short, only three years. HNR block expires next year. You got another tenant expires in 24. So they're all, there's a lot of rollover uh, in the next two to three years. So that's another risk. Uh, so I don't know the submarket, uh, but it's obviously, as you can see, there's a lot of raw land. The density is not there. Um, if I would say if you could buy this at the 10 cap, and you have a tenant uh, in a buyer in tow to buy it at the eight cap, um, it's a no brainer. Uh, you can double escort and, you know, make a quick profit. Uh, the tenants are, you know, good tenants, but again, it, 
the foot traffic that's brought to the center, it all comes from that anchor. So uh, I would find out when does that grocery store lease expires. Um, that would be basically Martin's. Um, that would be the $2 million question. Um, and then you have a gas station here. So you might want to find out when was the phase one done, if there was ever a phase two done on that property. It looks like an older gas station. So you want to make sure there is no environmental issues and exposure on that. Um, but all in all, I mean, it looks like a nice center and you got some good credit tenants. And uh, as much as I hate the density, if you think you could flip it quickly to a buyer at the eight cap, um, I would go for it. So it does have some meat on the bone, uh, Magnus. All right, let's go to the next one. He had sent me the rent roll, but it was in the package. Okay, and what is this next one? Is this another one by Magnus? Uh, yes, second one for Magnus. Okay. Let's see what you got here. All right, this is in Iowa. It says redevelopment. Hmm. Let's see what we got here. Express laundry. Hmm. All right. Well, you got laundry right off the bat is a major concern. Now, this is a pickup location, but almost all laundry, laundromats, uh, if they've been in a party for a few years, uh, they pose an environmental hazard problem. So uh, your roofs look like they need to be redone, but this doesn't really tell me much. Let me see if you sent me, let's see here. So 35 bucks a foot, pro forma nine cap, tenants include coin laundry, yep, uh, gym and vape, CBD. Can you zoom in? Yeah. There we go. Um, not great tenants to have here, Magnus. And I want to see what is the density. Yeah, uh, rents are super low. $5 gross is very low. Uh, that explains the price per foot, 35 bucks a foot. Uh, got 1.4 acres, not a whole lot of land uh, for the size of the property. So I wonder about parking, if there's any parking issues. And the area just doesn't look exciting for me. Um, even at 35 bucks a foot. Uh, so far, I don't like it. The uh, type of tenants you have in here is problematic. And it just looks very tired. Probably have to put money into the building for roof. But let me go back. I want to see if you put a rent roll here. There we go. Let's see that rollover. Okay. So you got 23, 24, 24, 21. Again, next two years, every single tenant rolls and leases are all gross. Another bad red flag. You have to convert them to triple net. I don't know about this one. Um, and then the cap rate, what is the cap rate? If you back out the 73,000 is the only vacancy. So you got 
NOI of 43,000 on current, 98,000 on actual. So it looks like a 4.3 cap. They're asking for a million bucks, right? So uh, definitely not. I mean, I, it doesn't excite me. Um, there, This will be a money pit. Plus you have the exposure of environmental. So the first one I like better, Magnus. All right, I just read your comments. Yeah, it is a four cap in place. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll pass on the second one. And the first one, if you think you have a, a buyer in tow, definitely go for it. Uh, when I say go for it, it means do your due diligence. All right, this is from John. I have a business and I'm currently in, a, in an A building in one of the best areas of Denver, paying 2,200 a month for a small office in a Regis. So Regis is the executive suite operator, guys, which they've recently filed bankruptcy in many of their locations. Currently an office building is up for sale in another neighborhood, uh, by the main street type of neighborhood area. All right, so what do you got? Woo! $661 a foot. Uh, John, what are you thinking? That's way over replacement cost. I don't even need to read the rest. <laughs> Absolutely not. 1.3 million for 2,200 square feet building. Uh, makes no sense. Uh, let me see if there is more to it that I'm missing here. But $661 a foot, it's a deal killer for me. It's, again, non-negotiable. I would not buy it uh, unless it comes with 10-acre land and you back out the excess land value. This makes absolutely no sense to uh, buy as a user. Yeah. Okay. So... What I'm hitting a snag is the land value part of this whole equation. Obviously, as a straight investment, it doesn't make sense. I can hear you saying run. <laughs> but the land value has to be worth approximately $1 million. All right. Well, back to what I just said. If you back that out, then you price per foot drops to half, right? 330 bucks a foot is still non-negotiable for me. That's add replacement costs or slightly over. Um, so, so far, I mean, okay. Yeah, I mean, I would honestly say consult a real estate agent what that land is worth um, and get an opinion of value. This one, you know, I don't do developments. I really can't really give you more than that, but on the surface at 661 bucks a foot, I wouldn't even look at it. Um, and I don't think you send me any links to the property. Is it far further down? Where? There is no link. It says link, but I, I don't see a link. Refresh your page. Refresh your... Okay. Uh, hold on. I'm going to have to close it. And open it. Uh, where are you, John? Okay, maybe it's now in here. Okay, now I see it. Okay. Yeah, this is basically a house that's probably zoned for commercial. And yeah, there's not a big lot here. 
It's only 6,200 square feet lot. What am I missing here? Yeah, I would uh, I would run, like I said. So, John, definitely a no-no for me. All right, let me stop sharing so you guys can see my beautiful face. All right, hit uh, me up, Logan. Perfect. Back to some questions. We have some good ones. Um, so the next ones coming up are going to be from, let me scroll up a little bit here. Uh, first, from Kaveh. He said, what do you think about investing in strip malls in Orange County in the current environment? Mm, I cover it. Depends. Um, is it Orange uh, Orange Mall that's been going downhill for 20 years? And uh, I'm not a big fan of it. A um, lot of the malls, there's only one or two malls that are successful that don't have indoor-outdoor, um, like South Coast Plaza. Even them, they're struggling. A lot of retailers are going outdoor, kind of like, you know, the Grove or Fashion Island. Uh, even Fashion Island, is, you know, it's a struggling. The whole retail and e-commerce, uh, people transitioning from physically buying into, you know, Amazon e-commerce platform, it's permanent. I mean, I don't see that people going back to the old-fashioned way of buying. Even Costco, I haven't gone to Costco forever. You just go online and order. So um, I don't I don't like that concept. Next. Next is from Armin. He said, I'm still looking for office property in Irvine in the surrounding area, but not much seems to be distressed as it relates to the price per square foot. Uh, this would be partially owner user. What's your opinion on the current market here since you're based here as well? Do I just pull the trigger or do I keep holding? I'm paying a good amount in rent, so there is a benefit to buying, but it's nice to have the right timing and hit a home run like you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, depends on price per foot, right? If it's Irvine, uh, Santa Ana, Costa Mesa, you, you can still find deals. Uh, a buddy of mine just bought a deal for 170 bucks a foot in Brook, Brook Hollow off of 55. Uh, there was a deal that I missed. It was 170 bucks a foot off the freeway. Uh, it was Santa Ana zip code, but it's right on the border with a public company as a tenant. Fantastic deal. I lost it to BH Properties. Um, if you look, there are properties. There was a building down the street on Fitch, sold a year ago for 240 bucks a foot. Uh, that was on the high end, but anything 200, low 200 or below 200, I would say pull the trigger. All right. And now we are hopping over to the comments. Uh, so first one from Russell, he asked, did you hear about a new law regarding an end to single family zoning in California? No, uh, that would be nearly impossible from all the developers, lobbyists. <laughs> I Maybe something they're floating out there, but very low chance of getting it passed. All right. Next one is from Param. Uh, do you ever get a loan against the card, against the card you, you purchase? How do you go about purchasing, oh, cars. How mm -hmm. do you go about purchasing your cars as assets and do you ever get loans against them? Yeah, case by case. 99% uh, of the time I pay cash. And then once I have the loan, I do have a line of credit uh, on my fleet that uh, sometimes I tap into, but it's all cash. All right. Carmen said, congrats on the TVM building. Can't wait to Thank see your you. plan for it. And then uh, we have H John. Good to see you here. I'm, I'm curious if you just go by John or 
what what you go by uh, based on your Facebook name. We are the best. Uh, he said, what are the best repurposing opportunities you would be on the lookout for? I don't have a lot of inventory for flipping in Roanoke, Virginia. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough one. I like California. Um, there is tons of property that are big floor plates. You can subdivide. There's a lot of property that are office. You can put roll up garage doors and do flex. Um, but anything single story, two story and three story uh, office, I love to take those and uh, make them into a flex space. Uh, the good thing is from going to office to flex space, you don't need parking requirement. Your parking requirement is less. Uh, so it's not like turning office to medical, which requires a lot more parking. It's the other way around. So um, I like the Orange County markets. Uh, I believe it's going to be hot uh, with all the new housing they're building in Irvine and uh, Tustin, billions of dollars in uh, projects. But that's local to me. Um, outside of here, I don't really know what's going on other than the pricing of uh, properties that are coming to market like Houston, Phoenix, and as well as leasing, sub-lease space that's coming up. I get in my deal flow, I get all those news. But uh, local to me is what I do for uh, repurposing real estate because it's a very much hands-on, very intense uh, you know, uh, project that requires your focus and time. So I don't do anything, any of those outside of my area. All right. Well, with that, it's 1030. What do you know? And uh, it's great uh, chatting with you guys. Great questions, guys, this week. And Magnus, good luck with that property. Uh, make sure you tie it up before you reach out to the buyer and lock it up during your due diligence. And congrats if you make that happen. Uh, with that, be safe, be well. See you guys next week.